Well, you found me again. You are listening to, in some weird postmodern way, the personal blog of Kenneth John Odell. That's me. Today is Saturday, January 1st, 2022, and you are listening to episode number 11 of the Silent Noise Project. This is the Even Jesus is Now Drinking Straight from the Bottle episode. Uh, 2020 was the year that Walmart thought we could all walk the same direction down the aisle together, even though most people can't even be bothered to use their turn signal. 2021 was the year that somebody asked me, so how have recent events changed you at all? And I said, they haven't. Um, I just need to finish knitting this dress for the raccoons in the backyard. We're all going to dress up and have a party. Yeah, it's like that, folks. It's not actually like that. Um, I'm not knitting the the dresses for the raccoons. I'm I'm making them out of flannel. It's winter. It's cold. Uh, If you're cold, they're cold. Um, Anyway, I have three chapters for you uh, this time around. Chapter one is The Other Side. Chapter two is Get Excited and Make Things. And uh, chapter three is COVID Nam, because apparently that's what we are living through right now. Um, So let's get on with chapter one. Uh, the other side, and this really is about um, mental health a lot. So I have uh, realized uh, in the past couple of years, I have not had a lot of creative output going on, and a lot of it stems from uh, anxiety and depression, um, both of which are kind of just part of who I am. Uh, but anything that uh, is a bad experience where you can make those things worse. It can really exacerbate them. And for me, that was my old job. Um, It was just a very toxic environment. It was an energy sink. Uh, It was an energy vampire. I would get home and just not have the the energy to do anything, really. And COVID, of course, did not help this at all. Um, There was a lot of gaslighting going on there. And um, yeah, I don't want to say too much about it, but it I've been looking for a different job for two and a half years because I did not want to do this situation where you're out of the frying pan and into the fire. Um, and it and when COVID came along, it actually um, made me very nervous that this would just be the way I live for the rest of my life. And fortunately, uh, I have a good friend that got a job at a great company, and he helped me get my foot in the door there. And basically, the only reason uh, I even applied and interviewed there was because I knew what the culture was like from the insider's point of view. I had had some interviews, and um, I just had a hard time trusting the people on the other side of the desk. And even though I had a couple of offers, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. So uh, I mean, I've got a new job. I love it. Uh, the learning curve is is high. It is brutal. 
Um, partly because I'm using mental muscles I haven't used in forever. Uh, my background is in the sciences, and this job is in a laboratory. Um, so it's it's great for me. It's um, it's a place where you know you have to follow the rules, um, and that's great for creativity because um, you follow the rules all day, and then you get to come home and be creative and make up your own rules. Um, but the people there are great. Um, it's been a fantastic experience so far. I'm still cautious. I'm still a little nervous about a lot of things. And that's um, mainly because when you go through something so long, uh, five and a half years of, you know, the toxicity, it's toxic. It's toxic toxicity. That's how toxic it is. It was toxic squared. Um, uh, yeah, I'm getting into math things because I'm, 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 doing math now in my new job, which is fun. Um, you know, and it just bur it just burns some uh, mental pathways in your brain and you need to unlearn things. So um, like I said, there was a, there's a lot of gaslighting going on there. And so um, working really hard to put that behind me. Um, and that'll happen. That'll happen. Um, but even with COVID, a few other bad things have happened um, that have conspired to make me not super happy with the way things have been going lately. A COVID aside, because COVID is just like cosmic background radiation now. Um, it's just a thing that we we live with and deal with. And, and really, um, I'm going to talk about this in Chapter 3, so I'm not going to get into it too much here, but... Um, it does kind of color everything that we do and think and feel. So, um, But anyway, one of the things that also made me really, really depressed, and it's odd how you can get attached to certain things that you've come to rely on, is I had a favorite podcast that I started listening to. And I've had a lot of favorite podcasts over the years, but um, I started listening to it just when we were going into quarantine. And it really got me through uh, basically all of 2020. And um, it's a great, it's a great, great podcast. It's funny. Um, and it's doing really, really well. And I guess what bothered me is, you know, if you have something great and I really love it, I will support it. So um, they had merch. I bought their merch. They had a, a Patreon. I supported their Patreon at like the highest level they had. Um, and every single episode uh, for the past uh, few months before I stopped listening, they were just talking about how uh, it's just going so well. It's going beyond their expectations. They're making money hand over fist. And every Monday, I'm like, oh, God, I can't wait to get home and, and um, go for a walk and listen to the new episode because that's when, when they, they came out. And I'm listening to it one Monday, and like right in the middle, it just cuts in. And here's this ad for a gambling app of all things. And I, I don't have an issue with gambling, but ads for gambling apps are just all over the place. And it, it just bug the piss out of me, um, partly because, well, they had ads in the old days when they were first starting, and they were right at the beginning of the podcast, and they were actually related to the subject matter of the podcast, and I didn't mind that at all because they were related, um, but this podcast has nothing to do with gambling, and to just get this... Um, very disruptive ad. I mean, it's cut right into the middle of a conversation. It's not like, ah, the conversation has come to an obvious turning point and we can take a break and play an ad for you. And then 
um, we'll come back and we'll be talking about something new. There's, it wasn't a pivot point. It was right in the middle of the conversation. It was disruptive. Um, it, it, you, you, when you listen to a good podcast where people are telling a story, um, you get into that story. And then to have that happen, um, just broke my train of thought so badly. And they kept doing that. And I'm like, uh, um, yeah, that's disappointing. Um, you know, and I and I kind of quit listening to it. I listened to it for a few weeks, and I'm like, well, is this a bug, or is it a feature? And apparently, it's a feature. And the thing that bugs me the most about it is, it just seems like such a money grab. I mean, here's money, you know, hand over fist, apparently, and you know, it's it's just a money grab, is how it it came across to me, and it and it just really made me sad. But um, it has made me realize, and I was going back through some of my old podcasts um, because I used to do, and I still will, um, another podcast called uh, Project Wide Awake, where I would uh, go online and I would find some great music that is not going to be on your local Top 40 station, and I would put it together with a lot of really cool show notes to the band's websites, and, and I would talk about why I liked it and what was so cool about it. And so many of the websites that I used to depend on to get that podcast safe music are just gone. They're just gone. They just don't exist anymore. And so um, everything on the Internet um, has a finite lifetime. And I, I used to be a teacher. And so we were always telling kids, you know, don't put something on the Internet because it'll be there forever. Uh, no, it no, it won't really. And in fact, one of the tags that I've used on this website for a long time is uh, everything on the Internet eventually dies because uh, it does. Um, and somebody may have a record of it somewhere, but um, people have short memories and they're easily distracted by bright, shiny objects, which explains the election of uh, 2016. Um, but anyway, it was it was highly disappointing. And I realized that it it had lived out its life for me. So um so I did what I do in cases like that, and I went back to um, origins. And for me, the origin of podcasting was Will Wheaton's Radio Free Burrito. That was the first podcast I'd ever listened to. And um, I've kind of had issues with Will Wheaton over the years, and um, he used to say all the time, don't be a dick. Uh, we referred to that as Wheaton's Law, uh, those of us in the the nerd sphere. And um, he quit saying that after a while. And I, I did have an encounter with him once, and he was actually kind of a dick. Um, and I was kind of miffed at first. But, I, you know, with age, I realized, you know, everybody has a bad day. And I, I think, really, um, it wasn't directed at me. It was directed at the person on the internet that I was interacting with. And um, so I found a video uh, on Instagram, I think, that perfectly describes uh, my relationship with Will Wheaton, and I will put it in, in the show notes. Um, but I do have a lot of respect for Will because he, he has um, always talked about mental health, and there are a couple of episodes of Radio Free Burrito that I was listening to a few months ago. And one is the Super Happy Brain Club, and I will include links to this in the show notes. And there's another one where he mainly plays music, and um, but he also has like this um, old radio space show in it. And I forget what it is, and now it's really bugging the shit out of me that I can't remember. So I'm going to pause, and I'm going to go find what that episode is. Hang on a second. Okay, it was... Um, 
I forget which uh, number it was. I think 47, 40, 45 or 47. Um, and it was uh, the Space Pirates mixtape. Um, and it's just, it's so cool the way he has all this different music and he pieces it together and you've got the Space Pirates radio show going on. Um, and it's really cool. And it just kind of takes you out of yourself and, it, and it's a lot of fun to, to listen to. Um, but the one that I was talking about, let me see if I can get to it. Um, and I think I just passed it. Uh, here it is. Uh, the Super Happy Brain Club, which is episode 51. And I will include links to both of those um, where he does talk about uh, mental health and the kinds of things that have worked for him and the kinds of things that have not worked for him. And it really is time that we start normalizing um, mental health in this country. Uh, it would be great if we just normalized health care in general. Um, we have a situation in this country where, oh, gosh, um, I'm not feeling well. I need to go to the doctor, and that's considered a bad thing. You should show up when you are uh, sick. You should show up when you are injured. Um, and I saw a tweet that said something like European out-of-office messages are like, I'm going to be gone for the summer. I won't have access to my email or my phone messages. Just call the office. There might be somebody that can help you. And American out-of-office messages are, um, I'm going to be gone for two hours to go to the hospital and have kidney surgery, but you can still get a hold of me on my cell phone. Um, and we really do prioritize work over men mental and physical health, which is disgusting, and it, and it needs to change. But anyway, um, what I was going to say was that I went back and I listened to uh, Will's uh, very first Radio Free Burrito podcast. And he is kind of flip-flopping around, trying to get his feet, um, trying to get his footing, I mean, uh, trying to figure out, you know, a good format and how he wants to do things and asking for a lot of feedback. And that's one thing that creators need. Um, they need feedback. And, um, you know, if you're a stage actor, uh, you know what's going on because of how the audience is reacting to things. So, um uh, I have missed Radio Free Burrito. He really has not done that in a while. Um, he used to use a bell, and he used to have an intro uh, by Lord Buckley. And he stopped doing the the podcast for a while. And then when we went into isolation, he started back up again. But he wasn't talking about things as much. He was reading old um, uh, science fiction stories that are in the public domain, which was kind of cool. Um, but I'm not really an audiobook kind of person because I, I, my attention wanders. Um, I don't learn well when I'm just listening to people. And I've tried to listen to audiobooks and then I get bored. And then I start looking around. And I'm like, I should get a book to read. And I'm like, I'm actually, you know, listening to one. So uh, it's just not active enough for me. Um, but I learned from Will Wheaton how to podcast. And I have missed, um, he starting with episode five, I think. Um, he started using the intro from Lord Buckley, and it has been so long since I have heard that. Um, well, it hasn't because I've been listening to these old episodes, but it has been so long since I've uh, had any interaction with it that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that for you. So hang on real quick. Hipsters, flipsters, and finger-popping daddies. Knock me your lobes. 
You have no idea how excited I am to put that in my own podcast. Uh, if you don't know, and probably you don't, because this is part of our history that's being our cultural history that's being lost. Uh, Lord Buckley was actually an American comedian during the fifties and in early sixties, I want to say. Um, and I read on a website he looked like Salvador Dali, and I, and when I read that, I'm like, yes, that's why he always looks so familiar. Um, but he, basically what you just heard was Friends Roman Countryman, Lend Me Your Ears. And he took Mark Antony's funeral speech in uh, from Shakespeare's Julius Caesar and translated it into uh, the way beatniks talked, um, into hipster speech. And I will try to include—it's uh, on the Internet somewhere, obviously, because I found this. This has been buried in my hard drive. Um but I will try to include links for that and the actual speech, because when you sit down and you listen to that and you read the speech side by side, it's it's just the most amazing thing. Um, anyway, so uh, that's probably the only time I will put that in here, because I don't want to copy everything from everybody. But um, Will did have a bell, and I don't know why, um, but I'm going to steal that because he's not using it anymore. I, I don't know. I just like it. Um so I have no idea why he is that. But anyway, um, so yeah, we were talking about mental health, and it made me feel really, really good to um, have this terrible experience with the job and find a better job and to um, be terribly disappointed by this podcast that is uh, now, you know, doing things that are just kind of questionable in my mind. And, um, you know, I'm not into it uh for big money grab. I will, I support people. Um, if I like what they're doing, I have no problem sending cash their way. Sometimes I can't send a lot. Um, but I, I do send it that I do send them whatever I can, um, to show my support. And, um, uh, you know, it just, it disappointed me. So, but I was able to go back to, um, Will's early podcast and, um, you know, it made me feel good. It's from 2005. What a different world we lived in back then. Uh, back then, we were just concerned about um, uh, def definitely political things, but it just seemed, and they seemed so intense at the time, and um, it's it's very, very different to what we are dealing with now. So, um, But uh, we got through that. We'll get through this. Um, I am feeling better with the new job, and obviously my mental health is not perfect because my brain does not like to make the chemicals that uh, it sometimes needs. Oh, and I found a great, um, I found a great thing on the internet that talks about brain chemicals like uh, serotonin and dopamine and the things you can do to actually encourage your brain to make them. And um, I will post that in the show notes as well because it is actually useful. And having a to-do list and checking things off and getting things done is a great, um, I think it's dopamine. But anyway, so, um, you know, it's just like uh, it's just like doing like physical therapy for your brain. You know, you, you get it, you get it, you do certain things to get it to do certain things. So uh, anyway, let's listen to something else. And then I'm going to come back with chapter two. 
Burger King, you've always been able to have your Whopper your way. Extra onions. No onions. Sweet onions. Oh, ketchup, please. Ketchup. All right, fine. Tons of pickles. I hate pickles. I love pickles. No, just a few, but how about retripe tomatoes? Mm. And, and, and lettuce. Ooh. And thick American cheese. Oh, no, hold the cheese. Wait, I can't believe it. I love well, how cheese. about mayo? Mayo's great. Come into Burger King and get your Whopper your way. Thank you very much. Oh, my Whopper. I thought you were making my Whopper. No, no, it's my Whopper. It's your Whopper. Uh, my gosh, uh, what a different day when we would get excited about things like tomatoes and mayonnaise. Huh. Uh, anyway, chapter two is called Get Excited and Make Things because I have uh, gotten excited and made things. And if you've heard that phrase before, um, that is something that Will Wheaton used to say all the time is, you know, you need to get excited and make things. And it's hard to do it when your brain cells are busy um, being anxious or being depressed. And so... Um, now that I am getting around to the other side of that, um, I am I am making things, and I did a couple of things this past year um, that I want to talk about that I got excited about and then got depressed about, and and it's just it's been a roller coaster. Um, so in uh, end of last year, end of twenty, well not now last year is twenty twenty one, end of twenty twenty, I decided um, to make a a cooking channel on YouTube. And I did that. And I'll include a link in the show notes. And uh, a couple of things to say about that. Uh, when I was a kid, I loved to cook, uh, mostly out of necessity, because I had to cook. Um, so I wanted it to be good. And I learned how to cook. Um, and I found out that I enjoyed it. And I wanted to share that joy with other people on YouTube. And um, first of all, it is really, really hard to film uh, in your apartment. Uh, the lighting is bad. The sound is bad. You need to invest in um, lighting equipment, sound equipment. I had to buy a decent camera. Uh, I've had to buy a couple of different tripods. Um, I've got some bucks invested in this. And the other thing is, it is very hard to edit videos. Um, not because it's... Um, inherently difficult. I've been editing audio for years, and the process is similar, uh, but I'm using a different computer for that, and it's just it's just so slow, and I think I need to upgrade the computer. Um, so I've made videos on there. I have some followers. I, th I think I have 38 subscribers, and I feel guilty because I haven't made uh, anything in, in a long time, and I've got probably three or four videos in the can, which means they're on the memory card in the camera. Um, but, you know, a weird thing happened. I would I would go to the grocery store and I would get excited and I would see this and I would see that and I'd be, oh, I can buy that and I will make that video. Um, and then you get home and you're just so depressed about stuff that you just never end up getting around to doing that. So um, my goal for 2022 is to make more of those videos, um, to, to uh, uh, do some of that physical therapy with my brain and get the right brain chemicals going so that I can do that on a more regular basis. Um, the other thing that I started in 2021, and this was a bit of a lark, there is, and uh, there is full frontal nerdity ahead, I warn you, um, um, there is a, a computer language, it's called LaTeX, L-A-T-E-X is how it's spelled, but it's LaTeX, because the X is uh, a Greek X, which is the K sound. Um, uh, and it has been used for years uh, to um, typeset 
documents. And if you go to a university and study physics or mathematics at the graduate level, they will probably require you to write your uh, thesis and your dissertation in, in LaTeX. And I've wanted to learn that for years, but I'm not good at just sitting down and learning things like that. I need a project. And so I thought, I'll make a zine. And I will make a zine about Linux. And I did. And I called it the Codex because uh, Codex refers to a very ancient document. Um, and there's a story here. So anyway, I, I created it in, in LaTeX and learned a lot. I made a ton of mistakes. It was a lot of fun. Um, I tend to be a writer more than anything else. Um, so it is. It is. It ended up being very long. I think it's like a, over eleven thousand words uh, crammed into forty pages. Um, and I just thought I'm doing this just for myself. But I did post it to the Linux subreddit and got a lot of really good feedback, and people got excited about it. So I put it on Etsy, um, and I think I've sold twenty copies now, and um, I'm like halfway through um, issue number two. So it has been an actual really good learning experience for me, and I continue to learn new things because I continue to set different um, uh, expectations about what I want to do next, and that forces me to learn new things. So, um, But really, uh, the big reason I wanted to do this last year, I was uh, um, just neck deep in my job, and I was just so blasted out by not being able to be creative um, that I, because uh, it's confusing, but Sometimes it's like you feel like I'm going to do this thing that's creative and fun and enjoyable, but you know what? That's not productive. Um, you feel guilty about having fun and enjoying yourself because that's not productive. It's not paying the bills. And so I thought, well, at least if I'm creating a product, um, I am being productive. So um, it's it's been a lot of fun, and I got that done, and I'm going to do it another one. And it also gave me a chance to practice with Git which is, again, another computer thing. I'm not going to get into it too much. But um, it's, um, oh, what do I want to say here? It, yeah, it gave me a lot of a lot of opportunity to practice with Git because I, the reason I was able to post it to the, the Linux subreddit is it was fully available as a, as a Git repository. And so people could download it and compile it and, and look at it themselves. So it was really, really fun. I'm doing it again. Um, in fact, I'll probably start working on it, uh, issue number two, again next week. It's kind of been in, in a stalling, in a holding pattern. Um, the other thing is, uh, I have been making a zine. Uh, I've, and I made zines starting with, um, oh gosh, the early 90s. And this is when Seth and uh, Fact Sheet 5 were a thing. Um, and everything was through the mail. This was pre-internet. Uh, and I had been making zines back then. And I've made a few one-offs here and there, and I actually had another one that uh, the files are on my old Mac Mini, and the files are corrupt, so I can't get to it. Um, but I might, I might reuse some of those articles. But anyway, uh, a few years ago, I started making a zine called Just 13. And um, I just wanted to talk about some things, and I wanted to make it as, as simple as possible. So I opened up, uh, uh, I'm on Ubuntu uh, Linux. So I'm using open source software. So I opened up uh, LibreOffice Writer and just started writing. And I did the first one. I, I posted it to the Zines subreddit um, and sent out a few copies and people liked it and gave away a few copies and people liked it. And then I did an issue number two and uh, 
same thing, gave away a few copies, sold a few copies. Uh, people really liked it. And I started working on the third issue. And this is when my job really became ultra toxic. And I have been uh, trying for the last two years to get that done. So people who said, I cannot wait to see the third issue of this, uh, have had to wait over two years to see that. But I finally, finally got it done in November of 2021. And it feels so amazingly good to have that done um, that um, I, orig- I immediately started thinking about um, what's going to go into issue number four. And uh, of course, you know, the way my brain is still working, I finished it in November, but I didn't get them sent out until December. But uh, better late than never, so the story goes, uh, or so the saying goes. But um, anyway, I also made one other zine that, um, and there were reasons why I, wanted, I, I, I did this. All of my zines have been um, typeset. Uh, I have I have really bad handwriting, and I mean, not like terrible, like you can't read it, but you sometimes can't read it because it's very inconsistent. Like my hand will write a word, and it'll write like, like this, like a six-letter word, it'll do five letters perfectly legibly and um, consistently. And then that last letter, it's just like, oh, just make a scribble, um, which is ridiculous, but that happens a lot. And sometimes it happens at the beginning of the word, and I have no idea why that is. Um, but anyway, I have always loved those zines that people will uh, that people make by handwriting stuff and then photocopying it and cutting it up and gluing it down and they'll include pictures. It's it's collage art, basically. And I don't really have the kind of brain that does that. Uh, I'm not creative in that way, but I've always wanted to do a zine like that. And um, so I thought I'll make a little zine uh, that goes over some basic command line commands in, in Linux and I thought, I'll cover eight or ten commands. I'll give some examples. I'll talk about the options. I'll do this completely handwritten. Um, I'll, I'll cut it up and tape it down. And this will take me about two or three hours. It took me four weeks to get done. Um, it's good that it's done and it's in color. Um, but I tend to be kind of a perfectionist about things. And so I just, um, I'm like, oh, that's not quite right. Well, we need to be more uniform about this. Well, I need really to create a template and that way everything will be uh, the same. And it was really, really hard to glue things up um, consistently. And then I was at Sam's Club and they had this thing called a light pad, which you plug in and it's got an, it's a, it's a plastic screen and it lights up with an LED light. And so you put your template down and then you put your piece of paper down and you glue things on it. And it really worked out great. And I'm like, well, this was meant to be because whatever gods there are, put that light pad in front of me. Um, and I had not even known they were a thing. And then after I, uh, thought about it. I thought, well, what if this light pad breaks and they don't have any more at Sam's Club? And then I Googled it. And it's like, oh God, you can get these everywhere. They're like 20 bucks max. So, and I think I paid 17. So it's, it's all good. Um, I need to get uh, a lot of these other zines on Etsy. I did get um, the do it in the terminal one. If I didn't mention that that's what it's called, that's what it's called, do it in the terminal. So it's a little bit risque. Um, uh, but yeah, you can do it in the terminal, get it done. Uh, I put that one on Etsy today, and so I've got to get the other ones up on Etsy as well. Um, the real big, exp- um, what am I trying to say? The real big influence from that, though, is there's an artist named Austin Cleon um, 
who I've been getting his newsletter for a long time, comes out on Fridays, and I first ran into him uh, totally by accident. I was in Barnes & Noble, and this was probably four or five years ago, and you know how people will pick up a book, and they'll go, I'm going to buy this, and then uh, they're like, well, I guess I'm not going to buy this, and instead of going and putting it back where it was, they just leave it wherever they are. Uh, that is how I found his first book, which is called... Um, Oh, God, I can't remember what anything is called these days. Let me Google it real quick here. Uh, it is called Steal Like an Artist. That's what it is. As soon as I laid my hands on the keyboard, there it is. And he talks about how to be creative and and, and um, how to get things done as an artist. And, he's, he, and he does a lot of collage work, and it's really, really cool. So I will include a link to his website. And I do encourage you, if you want to be creative, to definitely uh, sign up for his uh, newsletter because it's always full of really, really great things, and it brings a smile to my face every every single Friday. So uh, anyway, I got excited. I made things. Uh, I'm going to stay excited, and I'm going to continue making things. So uh, let's, let's listen to something else for a minute. I'm in no shape for physical fitness. All you need is a shower. I need more than a shower. You still don't feel better? Try this, though. It's cold. Gee, cold smells sensational. And it feels sensational. Look at all this leather. I do feel better. It'll be even easier next time. No other soap picks you up quite like Coast, the eye-opener. Uh, it is really uh, amazing to me how if you are having a bad day, um... Either take a nap, get something to eat, or take a shower. Do one, two, or three of those things, and it is amazing how much it can change your day. So, yeah, that's that's always a great thing. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, though, that I am excited about making zines, and I've thought about uh, making a zine to go with this podcast because I try not to get too long with these podcasts. I think anything longer than uh, an hour is way too much. Um so I thought, but there's so much stuff that I talk about in here that I never really get to finish talking about, and I don't want to go off on tangents or I'll be here for six hours. So I thought, ooh, I could do a zine to go with this. Um, and maybe I will. We will see. Uh, in the meantime, let's listen to something else, and then we're going to get to chapter three, and then we're going to listen to some music, and then we're going to wrap this up. When you need a little lift, but you just can't take a break, chew Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. The cool, refreshing feeling of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Puts a little lift in everything you do. That nice, fresh flavor, that crisp, clean taste. That Wrigley Spearmint pickup is going for you. Wrigley Spearmint gum really keeps you humming. Wrigley Spearmint gum keeps you humming along. Wrigley Spearmint gum really keeps you humming. 16 million times a day, people everywhere enjoy a refreshing little lift chewing Wrigley Spearmint gum. The cool, refreshing flavor that keeps you humming. It picks you up. It keeps you going. That spearmint feeling's coming through. That little lift, it gets you. Puts a hum in everything you do. Wrigley Spearmint gum really keeps you humming. Wrigley Spearmint gum keeps you humming along. Wrigley Spearmint gum really keeps you humming. Chapter 3, COVID Nam. Uh, I saw a tweet the other day. And it said that we, as a country, have uh, decided pretty much to treat uh, COVID the way uh, we treated Vietnam. Um, we're bored with it, and so it's over. And I think that analogy is uh, fairly apt. Um, 
as a nation, we tend to have a very short attention span, and we don't even really teach much about Vietnam. We certainly have never taught the reasons we got into it, um, and we don't really teach um, a lot of a lot of the reasons we've had armed conflicts around the world. So, just to put things in perspective, uh, because I like math, I did some numbers. The Vietnamese War actually started on on November first, nineteen fifty five and went until the fall of Saigon, which was April 30th, 1975. So it lasted almost 20 years. Uh, the United States involvement began on August 2nd, 1964, with the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Our involvement in that war lasted 3,924 days. During that time, 10 years, 8 months, 29 days, we had uh, 58,281 servicemen uh, die from their injuries, that's 14.9 dead per day. If we were to uh, compare COVID and the losses we've suffered there, um, the numbers tell a different story. According to the New York Times, as of December 31st, 2021, the United States has lost 822,719 people to COVID-19. And because of reporting and uh, the holidays and on all of that, that number will probably change and uh, probably be raised a little bit eventually. Uh, anyway, if the COVID incident uh, started at the same time that the Vietnamese War did uh, on August 2nd, 1964, and we lost the same number of people per day, we would not lose uh, an equivalent number of people until Sunday, October 6, 2115. So to lose the same number of people uh, to the Vietnamese war that we've lost to COVID, uh, we would have to fight that war for uh, 141 years. If... Uh, both the Vietnamese War and COVID ended on April 30th, 1975. In order to lose the same number of people at the same rate, we would have had to start fighting the Vietnamese War on Wednesday, February 25th, 1824. 1824. We hadn't even fought the Civil War yet. Uh, those are just some numbers to put things in perspective. So wear a mask, get vaccinated. If you think this is all just a bunch of hooey, believe me, it is not. Uh, you are not stupid enough to believe that, but you're not smart enough to fool yourself into thinking that. You know what the deal is. Take precautions and do what it takes to defeat this thing. So uh, until then, do what you can to stay safe. It's a dangerous world out there. Let's listen to some music. <laughs>
Wow, what a great song. That was uh, First Dibs on Last Chances by A Step Behind. I first published that song on uh, Project Wide Awake podcast, episode number four, back in uh, August 13th of 2011, so over a decade uh, ago now. Um, I was in the middle of the aluminum incarceration, and that song was one of the things that helped me get through that. I did get through it to the aluminum plant, uh, where I was working did not because they closed down about five or six years ago. But um, there you go. Uh, everything on the internet eventually dies, and eventually every place that I've ever worked will probably go out of business. That's that, probably not the good pattern, but anyway, um, there you go. So our revels now are ended. Like I said, go out there, be safe. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say here. It's been so long since I've I've done this. Um, I really appreciate your listening. Uh, feel free to comment. Um, always like to get some feedback. Um, and as always, I do have to say this, in some weird postmodern way, and the Silent Noise Project, our copyright 2022 by Kenneth John Odell, and are released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial share-alike license. For more information, visit creativecommons.org. And as always, you can find all of these podcasts and more at iswpw.net. That stands for In Some Weird Postmodern Way. And as always, once again, thanks for listening. Stay safe. And here's to a better 22, 2022 for all of us. Until next time.